What's up, everybody? What is up? Welcome back. Our Mile Higher friends. The Mile Higher Podcast, episode five. Episode five already. We're here. Damn. Halfway to ten. Hell yeah. We are back, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another awesome episode that we have planned for you today. Yes. Today we are talking about... The simulation theory or the simulation hypothesis. Which is the official scientific name for it. Yes. But it's it's some mind-boggling shit, so get it ready. Is. And I did a video on this on my channel. Josh hasn't talked about it on his channel, but it was horrible. It was, it was literally terrible. awful. Um, it was our first trippy talk together, and we sat next to the fireplace in our old apartment. It made this sound <laughs> the whole... It was like... Argh. So we had to do this like... Uh, background noise reducer on iMovie and it made us sound like we're underwater the whole time (laughs) so we were like okay we definitely need to redo this in a podcast and especially now because now we can go really deep like there's only so much you can do on YouTube you know yeah I feel like this is a great topic for a podcast yeah I feel like our level of understanding is a lot better around this yeah this topic because it's there's actually a lot to it and uh there's a lot of things that we didn't mention in that video that we're going to talk about today so Get ready for that. But before we jump into the simulation theory hypothesis, we want to talk to you about something that we love very much. Yes. um, This is not sponsored, but Cloud9 sent us some products. And because I think it's so cool what they're doing, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. So these are legal medication. So if you live in a state where marijuana is still illegal which here in Colorado, it's legal for med and for rec. Anyone can get it. Once you're 21, you can literally go in there like a drugstore. We go all the time. Well, not all the time, but I've (laughs) been in them before. And so in Colorado, I can get access to CBD products. And I actually use CBD products on my... I have really bad pain in my arm, especially when I edit. It gets really bad in my elbow and my wrist. So I use this like salve stuff and use it for CBD and just CBD. So if you don't know, CBD is not the same as THC. THC is like what gets you high if you like, you know, smoke marijuana. But CBD is just the part that is like a medication. Um, It's not psychogenic, isn't it? No, psychoactive. Sorry. (laughs) It's not psychoactive. So, yeah, you don't get high from this stuff. But this is like medication for people who have anxiety, sleep issues. I took some of this the other night uh, for the first time and literally fell asleep on the couch. So if you have those types of issues, anxiety is something I've been struggling really bad with recently. And um, part I was going to tell you guys anyway, I've been feeling like utter crap lately and today's been really bad. And it's also because I'm on that time of the month, right, ladies, if you know. But I also got my blood drawn today. So I've like lost a ton of blood today. So if I seem kind of tired or like not myself, that's why I'm just not feeling great. But when I went to the doctor, I was having so much anxiety today about getting my blood drawn. So I took some of this before we left and I took some of their gummies, cloud nine gummies. And I was so relaxed. Like it, it has such a calming effect. Like I would use this before a plane or, Absolutely. you know, something like that. So or even uh, it's actually CBD. Or, so basically 
Cloud Nine products contain CBD oil, which yeah. is harvested from the hemp plant. The hemp, right? Which, which is are, the male plant, right? Well, they're actually both. Um, they're both a part of the cannabis family, but um, it's not the same as marijuana, actually, uh, because it doesn't. Because marijuana contains the uh, THC aspect to it, which is the psychoactive uh, chemical, which kind of you know gets you high or whatever, but. Um, the CBD oil does is not psychoactive, so it's basically just a natural medication, and it it's very effective. And it like like you mentioned, it it helps with the anti uh, anxiety mm-hmm. as well as uh, anti inflammatory. So if you have any sort of injuries or um, pain, chronic pain, it can yeah. definitely help you with that. Because I mean, you also use uh, something called CBD salve, which is yeah, uh, like a cream about earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It's a it's a great already. thing that um, that was illegal for a while, actually. Well, I just think this is so important to get the word out about this to people who don't know that you can buy this legally in all 50 states. You literally go to buylegalmeds.com and this is completely legal. It's not a drug. Well, I guess it's a drug like a medication would be, but you're not going to get like fucked up or addicted right, or arrested. <laughs> you're not <laughs> yeah, going to get arrested. in trouble. This is um, if you live somewhere where, you know, right. Weed is illegal so. it's so good so it comes in syrups if you are not watching the podcast it comes in a bunch of different syrups i have grape blue <laughs> i have grape blueberry strawberry and watermelon here they also come with gummies and they have this like brain booster pill um so we're gonna try that on our next podcast but anyway i just want to throw it out there for you guys if you use the code let me double check on my code i believe it is kendall ray um, you get free shipping, which is actually really helpful because the shipping's expensive. So it's better than like any other discounts they offer. It's better than like, you know, 10 or 20% off. It's more than that. Um, but also real quick before we begin, I'll also quickly shout out Monk personal oil diffusers. We use these while we podcast and yes, we do. they just help keep you calm. It's essential oils. So there's no tobacco. No THC, nothing yes. crazy like that. It's literally just essential oils that you smoke pretty much. And in so this both things for anxiety. personal oil diffuser pen. And We've just great. been on like the anxiety like train lately. I've we're had nervous like, wrecks, guys. We're just <laughs> not out of you. our minds. You're, you're, thank God you're calm. Yeah. <laughs> I have like, I have disorders that are causing anxiety. I've been having a lot of health troubles lately. So I'm like all about all this stuff right now. But anyway, let's get into it. I don't want to. But check Spend out the description uh, if you're watching this on YouTube for yeah. For and more it, is, info. it is Kendall Ray for the free shipping, by the way. All right. So today we are talking about whether or not we live In or life is a computer simulation. And this is something that has gained some popularity lately, I feel like. And more and more people are starting to talk about it, especially people that are, you know, sort of leaders in this type of field like elon musk has talked about the uh whether or not we live in a computer simulation um you also probably have heard of neil degrasse tyson astrophysicist or the really really smart sorry i was gonna say shane dawson too oh yeah he did talk about this yeah Yeah. so a a lot of people are talking about this well i'm I'm just know that like a lot of my subscribers watch shane dawson and he's probably seen his video he did a really good video on it he loves like all this kind of stuff wouldn't it be cool to have him on a podcast one time? Come come podcast with us, Shane. We love you. <laughs> All right. So, so the simulation theory, it's actually officially the simulation hypothesis. I actually got corrected um, 
rightfully so, but somebody commented on one of my videos and, and, and explained to me what a theory is versus a hypothesis. And a theory apparently has more has to have more evidence behind it than a hypothesis is. So if you're going to just like okay. make out. Well, this yeah, is I know. internet theories. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> this okay. This is not like, an actual not a scientific sci theory. I'm not a scientist. So I'm not trying to be, you know, 100% <laughs> scientific here. So we're just going to call it the uh, simulation theory because that's what all of us know it as. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, for those that don't know what this is, the simulation theory proposes that all of reality including the earth and the universe is in fact an artificial simulation and it could be some sort of computer simulation it could be a theological simulation created by an alien race potentially or maybe god himself yeah. created this physical simulation for us and we're just a part of it yeah and i think like what what makes me even like consider believing in this because it is out there is the fact that Elon Musk believes in it. Like that's huge. He's so smart. Like if he believes in it, there must be something to it, right? That's what <laughs> well, you I gotta go feel. with what the smartest people think. No, well, I, I mean I, I give him more credit. He's an expert on this. So if he well, thinks he's that, not an he's not a philosopher though. He's a right. he's a and he's a rich dude. But he's also brilliant. <laughs> yeah, he is Absolutely. going to Mars. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think we definitely have to consider everybody's perspective on this. But right. You know, it, it can be taken a lot of different ways. And, and that's what we're going to explore today is, you know, why why could it be true that we live in a computer simulation? What is the evidence for it? Mm -hmm. So we'll take a look at that. But before we begin, I think it's important to remember that this idea has been contemplated by philosophers as far back as Plato nearly a millennia ago. Even further than that, I heard. Really? Yeah, I read that it was actually 17th century philosopher Rene Descartes. Is that before Plato, though? Uh, actually, I don't know. I think Plato's before that, I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> yes, I think so. You're right. And, I thought, sorry, I was confused. And not, he didn't necessarily contemplate whether or not we're in a computer simulation because there wasn't, I mean, yeah. as far as we know, yeah, there weren't no, computers. He was but way before that, sorry. <laughs> it was more about questioning whether or not, like, reality is real, like, this is real. Right. And this isn't just some like fake shit we're a part of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's possible that, you know, this could be some sort of simulated reality provided by some technology. Yeah. That's made these beings that are us humans and given us consciousness essentially to think that we are alive and real and we can think for ourselves and we have you know free will to do what we want so and and what's interesting is that i'm sure you guys have seen lots of movies that have played off of this idea of a simulated world or simulated universe such as like the movies inception dark city and obviously the matrix trilogy mm -hmm. a lot all of these movies kind of played off this idea that you know either everything around us is Oh, another movie is Truman Show, too. That that's kind yeah. of plays into this a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, maybe our minds are conscious and, you know, we are real beings, but maybe this place that we live in is completely fake and fabricated and sort of created for us. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting to think about. So it's like really if for people that are just hearing this, 
if you've ever played a video game and you play like against someone or in like Grand Theft Auto, for example, you're like in a whole other world or Sim- Sims. Yes, yeah, Sims and Grand Theft Auto Sim- are probably simulation. the best video game examples for this. Yes, because it's like literally entering a whole nother world. So that's kind of where to start with your mind when you first hear about this. Because I remember at first I was like, wait, what? That makes no sense. Like how? And I still struggle with it a lot. <laughs> like I have a lot of questions. Yeah, because I mean, this is just a guess. <laughs> it's just yeah. a theory. So so you're probably wondering, where did this come from? Who came up with the simulation hypothesis or theory? And it was actually created by somebody named Nick Bostrom. And he's a Swedish philosopher and mathematician. And he wrote a paper in 2003 called, Are You Living in a Computer Simulation? And this paper is fairly complex, includes a lot of math and numbers to it and equations in order to figure out what the probability is, is to that, you know, this reality is our base reality. And this is in fact real. And his findings were pretty interesting, but I don't want to get too much into the numbers and equations because that's boring to talk about and it's very confusing. So you can actually Google his paper and you can actually read it for yourself. But I'll read you a quick excerpt from his paper about the simulation theory. And he says that many works of science fiction, as well as some forecasts by serious technologists and futurologists predict that enormous amounts of computing power will be available in the future. Let us suppose for a moment that these predictions are correct. One thing that later generations might do with their super powerful computers is run detailed simulations of their forebears or of people like their forebears. Because their computers would be so powerful, they could run a great many such simulations. Suppose that these simulated people are conscious as they would be if the simulations were sufficiently fine grained and if a certain quite widely accepted position in the philosophy of mind is correct. Then it could be the case that a vast majority of minds like ours do not belong to the original race, but rather people simulated by the advanced descendants of an original race. It is then possible to argue that if this were the case, we would be rational to think that we are likely among the simulated minds rather than among the original biological ones. Therefore, if we don't think that we're currently living in a computer civilization civilization, or simulation, sorry, we are not entitled to believe that we have descendants who will run lots of such simulations of their forebears. So, yeah. So, So basically he's saying that it's possible that right now all of us that are alive and conscious beings are just a part of maybe a series of simulations that have been run that have been created by actual biological beings, real beings in the beginning. And it's been and these simulations have been run maybe time and time again. Maybe they're running several different ones all at the same time, but he's suggesting that we didn't, you know, this this reality that we're a part of seems real because we have conscious minds, but it's actually a fabricated universe that we're a part of because it's a simulation. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
I, know. I really struggle with that. I know it's it's hard to think about. Like I I understand what they're saying. I just uh, uh, my gut tells me that that's not true. I don't know. I'd be I'd be so shocked, and that would be really just sad to me. <laughs> I oh I know it's well a way to feel pointless. Well yeah I mean it <laughs> it devalues all of our lives. Yeah it really does a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. and that and that's the thing about it and. So this this paper that he wrote suggesting that this is a computer simulation has produced a lot of of different things and produced um, physicists and mathematicians and astrophysicists have been looking into the evidence of this hypothesis because, of course, this is a pretty bold statement to say we're all a part of a computer simulation. So people have been looking into it. And he actually created this concept of an independent substrate, which which means that consciousness and intelligence could be manifested through a variety of media, including a sentient supercomputer, which could contain basically this cosmic simulation. Which, in other words, put simply, we would all be a part of a role-playing cosmic game like for those that know what world of warcraft is it's a simulated world that you you become a part of except the only difference between that and what he's saying is that instead of per se your character in this fantasy world you know is not a conscious being but we are conscious beings so he's saying that if we are in this simulation then we're we're still conscious but we <laughs> we don't know that the world's fake you know we don't know everything else is not real we we perceive it as real but in reality it's simulated hmm i don't know about that <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty wild it's pretty wild it is i just i don't so, know so so a lot of people straight off the bat when they hear this they're like that's bullshit that's just like there's no way that this <laughs> like, could be real actually all. i do consider i think it's possible i don't think it's not real i just i'm not a fan of it <laughs> i <laughs> hope it's not real and so through so through this idea of life being a computer simulation basically he presented this theory with the evidence Um, with several pieces of evidence, which include the anthropic principle, the Fermi's paradox, actually, matrix failures and parallel universes, which we're going to take a look at, and why these are actual pieces of evidence that support that everything, you know, life is a simulation. Well, I think it would help people understand if we explained it, like, think about how far we've come in the last 100 years, like how advanced we've become. Like we are doing things now, most of the things we do in our everyday life, people weren't doing 100 years ago. So it's basically saying that in, you know, we've been around, the planet's been around for billions of years, that at some point a civilization was advanced enough or they, they're not even from this planet, they're from somewhere else. It's pot. Well, that that's the debate. The debate is whether or not it's ancestors of us, like humans from long ago that's had this technology yeah or it could just be straight up an advanced alien civilization that's running 
this type of civil or uh, this type of simulation or really experiment with all of us. And we're just a part of that. And their world just became so advanced that then they were able to to make right, video the, games that were realistic. Right. Because so, like I've we have a video a virtual reality thing. Uh, what's it called? The Oculus. The Oculus Rift. And it's pretty insane. Like I've only played it a few times, but it feels really real. Like you can go on Google Earth and like go to any part of the the planet. You can be out in space, floating around on a on a um, the space station. So and you really and it feels you really real. Lose yourself. I mean, when I play it, I can really easily. Yeah lose my sense of reality like because you're completely in that especially with the goggles on you can't even see it like it's different when you play a video game on your computer you're still like everything else is real around you but when you're like it's straight up you're in it and think about if that's where the technology is now where are we going to be in like 20 years right right is it possible that in all these billions of years you know all these different civilizations that one of them got uh advanced enough or another part of the galaxy i mean who knows I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what's I'm just so trying crazy to explain this for people because yeah. it's so complicated that it I don't is. want people to be like, this is just boring science and I'm out of here because <laughs> I might I would possibly do that. We got to like, you know, explain this in a way that makes sense to the so, average person. because This is so beyond complicated. It is. It, it's it's a very complicated concept. But to to put it simply, the main thing with this is that is is talking about technology. It's talking about computers and it's talking about video games in some some regard, because computers, as you guys know, every single year double in computing power. It's yeah. like every six months or nine months, the computer you know the computer processor like doubles in in speed. So if if you take a look at the rate of technological advancement, it's clear to see that. At this rate, if we keep going in the direction we're going, virtual reality is going to become our real reality. Yeah. It's yeah. already starting to happen. Where the I mean, lines are going to be so blurred. It's going to be very blurred because then it's going to become virtual reality is going to become so real to us. We're going to be able to feel, touch, smell. That it's like, why even go back to my other life? Like people who are depressed, you get to start over as anything you want. And like if you just stay in that world. But can you eat in that world? Can you? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's coming, dude. They're going to. It's coming. Crazy. I, I always say that because like you can go see places. I'm like, well, can I go to France and like try some bread? Even you though I'm gluten free now. They'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's crazy. And I think that's people that haven't played virtual reality may think this theory is even more ridiculous. But like once you've played that, you're like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Like. I could see in a hundred years from now that technology would be like so advanced that you can barely tell the difference. And a lot of people who like not just make predictions like psychics, but people who just hypothesize about what's going to happen in the future. A lot of them say virtual reality is going to be so intertwined with our life that like there will be people that kind of give up on their life and do virtual reality. It sounds Absolutely. nuts, but it's very, very true. Yeah. I mean, and there's been, I'm, I'm sure you guys could think of some movies that have taken this concept because it's a very popular one and yeah technology is moving at a lightning pace and artificial intelligence moving very quickly mm-hmm. things are changing folks like it's going to get it's going to get crazy straight up crazy with all this technology well listen at to the this. rate it's going this is elon musk talking about um the simulation the advancement of technology and the odds about being in base reality 40 years ago we had pong like two rectangles and a dot that Thanks. was what games were. Um, now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 
3D simulations with millions of people playing simultaneously, and it's getting better every year. And soon we'll have you know, virtual reality, we'll augmented reality. Um, if you assume any rate of improvement at all, um, then the games will become indistinguishable from reality. It would seem to follow that the odds that we're in base reality is one in billions. One in billions. So Elon Musk mm-hmm. sounds like he doesn't even believe that this is necessarily base reality. Well, if he doesn't believe that, then why the hell is he spending so much time, so much time trying to go to na- to Mars? <laughs> well, same reason that any of us continue to wake up every morning and go through our you know normal routine and go to work and you know take care of our kids and families mm, and yeah. it's the same thing because. Even because even if this is not base reality, this is the, the as far as we know, this is the only reality that is real. And to that's us. well, the Sims are the same way. It's not like they know that they're in a computer. <laughs> like you know, they, you know how the Sims thing will always say like, "I think someone's watching me." Like, <laughs> make jokes like that, but maybe it's they really because we that. say the same type of shit. Like if you think about it, our life is exactly like the Sims, in a lot of ways. Yep, and and it's important to remember that. When talking about simulations, you have to consider multiple variables and use artificial intelligence to analyze them and examine their outcomes. And some simulations are games and some are models of real life situations. And they've been run, such as the spread of diseases. So we run, we run, we already run simulations. Which makes sense. For various reasons. And and some even are history simulators, which if you guys have ever heard of Sid Meier's Civilization game, it's a great example of uh, a history simulator, which basically mimics real life growth of a society over time. So why, w- why, why couldn't our reality be any different from, you know, the Civ game? I mean, it could be exactly the same thing. Hmm. And except, you know, we're conscious and we know that we're in this simulation yeah but that's but that's how simulations run right now and computers just keep getting faster and faster and faster and again processing power has doubled periodically for decades and computers 50 years from now may well be millions of times more powerful than any today millions of times powerful oh my god that's how fast this is changing. Yeah. And that and I think a lot of people and especially the older generation maybe have a hard time thinking about the rate at tech, you know the rate at which technology advances. Yeah. And something else that, that uh we sh- we could even do a podcast about is is the singularity where technology and humans essentially become become one. become one and we're not we're not separated from technology we are i believe in that more than i believe in the simulation theory right Uh, yeah i mean it it seems more believable because i mean look at how things are going i mean i've got an apple watch on my wrist right now and if you think about that for a second the apple watch is faster a faster computer than any computer that was available 10 years ago it's got a faster processor it's got more memory it's it's that's crazy hundreds of times faster than yeah you know a room-sized computer was like 20 years ago well if you've ever watched like an episode of black mirror on netflix which if you've never seen that show watch it if you're into like thinking about the future that's a great show to watch because it's just a bunch of mind-blowing 
futuristic concepts but i mean that's the reality like they're right about what's going to happen you know it's not ridiculous their shows they're a lot of the things are totally possible that they have on the show like being able to download your brain into a computer or be able yeah or, brain you know, computer interfacing yeah because we have to remember that as our you know as our computers and macbooks get faster and faster and bigger and better their simulation capabilities are going to increase yeah a lot and that's where right. that's where this theory comes in is that if computers can get powerful enough they could create history simulators so real that the self-aware beings within them would have no idea that they were a part of a program wow we could do that we could start our own simulations where we are creating imagine okay let's let's make let's break this down imagine right now if you could go online buy a game for your computer it's called universe simulator and in this universe simulator you could create your own universe you create your own solar system you can create your own galaxy and you create planets and on these planets you could create species and animals and humans if you wanted to and the difference is that with this game you can ch click a little checkbox to make these beings conscious which means they're self-aware they know that they're they think that they're real and they just go about and do what they're supposed to do inside your this universe game you're playing but when you turn it off it's off well until you turn it back on well that's the thing but but the but that's the thing about it and one one idea is that you know maybe when we're sleeping we're kind of in like a standby mode of the simulate during in the simulation you know standby mode like we're just kind of in this like charge mode that we're that we're kind of we literally do have to kind of charge ourselves that's interesting it is interesting about. yeah so we could just be charging when we're sleeping and this is not that far off this is really like the technology and the computers with the capabilities of creating these advanced types of simulators where we could actually create conscious beings is not that far far out in the future because harvard actually has a supercomputer called odyssey and it can simulate 14 billion years in only a few months damn 14 billion years guys. that's crazy how in a few months the supercomputer quantum computing guys it, it's the future i mean well if, that could make sense oh my god because then you start thinking about parallel universes and the mandela effect and deja vu and all these other things they that would make more sense if we really were like in there's a bunch of simulations running right next to each other because they're trying to see the outcome of like any certain factor like well, let's make them more compassionate in this reality or let's make you know i don't know <laughs> probably sometimes not i wonder doing, but... sometimes i wonder have you have you guys ever seen the commercials for ibm watson oh yeah ibm watson he is their basically supercomputer slash artificial intelligence i want to ask watson if he thinks he's real if he thinks he's a conscious being because mm. watson is fucking smart dude he knows yeah a lot of shit he's, yeah. he's a lot smarter than we are so so what defines a conscious being other than just being self-aware so that would mean that watson and you know or alexa 
Fucking Alexa. Yeah, or Siri. Or Siri. Why do they have names? Oh, it's weird. Uh, they probably think they're they're real. Do you remember when Siri first came out? How how weird it was that they like named it something. I mean, to the average person that didn't know about Watson or whatever. I remember thinking it was so weird. Like, wh- why is it called Siri? Like, what it? What? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's just bizarre. But real. But quickly, let's let's talk about um, some of the evidence for the simulation theory because I think it's very easy to just, you know, throw it out the window and say that's crazy talk, some science fiction bullshit. I don't believe it. Do you want me to start? So, or do you just want to do? The no, thing? go for it. You know, tell us about what the anthropic principle is. This is evidence for the. The simulation theory. This is really interesting because I've actually said this before. Now that I'm reading this in our simulation video, I said this. It is so weird that everything in our life turned out so perfect. Like here on Earth, we're the perfect yeah. distance from the sun. The atmosphere has the correct composition and gravity is just powerful enough. Right. Everything is very, very perfect. Um, so, I mean, that's it's that kind of concept that leads me to my my version of spirituality. But sorry someone's at the front door i'll look at it we, we have like the video thing <laughs> ring bernie's gonna bark though sorry guys he's gonna start barking no, he's, he's in the fine. room he's going woof, <laughs> woof. um anyway so it is kind of freakish how everything has turned out um so perfectly in this reality i mean it's almost too good to be true Everything is laid out perfectly for for life to exist and for us to exist. And the way that like science and math works and sacred geometry, like all these things, it is kind of weird how it all works out. But like, that's what I believe that life is like personally, I believe life is divine and for a reason. And there's other forces involved, almost like a simulation. There's some lady at our door. We're like watching the video. She has a badge. She's holding papers. Is she trying to ask us something? Do you think it's the HOA? (laughs) Okay, this is so weird, guys. One time someone drove past our house and fucking took a picture of our house. I watched the whole thing. It was an old man. We've never figured out who it was. Let me see. I don't know. This lady won't leave. She's still there. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) What? But hopefully she leaves. I mean, we're not going to answer. I can't believe she's still there. What are you doing? Anyway, so the so that's so that's basically what the anthropic principle asks is why did these conditions come about so perfectly for us? Why is it so perfect for us? But I feel like if in order for someone to have made a simulation, if we are fake and it is some giant grand design, wouldn't they have to have life be so perfect in their world too in order for them to be alive? Does that necessarily because life could be different for them? The conditions could be different. Well, they may not need gravity. They may not need all these things in order to. So it's part of the simulation that this lady showed up at her house. It's all planned. Someone sent her over. Yeah. They're like, these guys are filming a podcast. We're going to interrupt them with this annoying notice of some short, short they left for us. But it's possible that these conditions were deliberately set in place with the direct result of giving us life Hmm. and that every convenient factor was a fixed condition in some lab experiment. Hmm. They're like, all right, 
what do we need for these humans to live and to not question whether or not they're in a simulation or not. I feel like there's a there's a big spiritual side to the simulation theory. Like just in my personal opinion, because then it's like if we were created by something, then is that something our God? Like, do we it could should be. We be thankful? Should we be could grateful be to be alive? That's because, the thing. Geez. That's one of the things I have in here actually, is that maybe God, God is the programmer of Literally this God. simulation. Along with aliens. Because maybe alien life knows how to manipulate the computer program and they can make themselves invisible to us. Yep. Which is why the second piece of evidence is Fermi's paradox of where is everyone? Where's all these aliens at? Why can't we see them? Mm. And this is under the belief that we haven't found alien life yet. Not my personal opinion, but yeah from a scientific See, perspective and that's the other thing is like i believe in aliens and i have a lot of so you really can reasons for that so that's why i don't believe in this i think it's a fascinating theory i love thinking about it i can follow it understand it but at the end of the day i just personally don't jive with it i don't have a feeling that it's true and i really try to trust my instincts with a lot of the stuff we talk about right but neither you or i have ever seen an alien life form so that's true i can't say with a hundred percent certainty that I, I believe there I have seen aliens. a human life form, not in person, but I believe the Atacama body is a real yeah, alien. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, pretty fucking interesting. Went through a CRT machine at Stanford and they can't prove that it's a human. Yeah, 9% DNA. They don't know what it is. Yeah, so clearly it's not of Earth and it looks like an alien. I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks very so much I just, like I don't know. That's where, that's where my, my trouble with it is. And I just think a lot of these, like a lot of these scientists that come up with these things, I probably sound so like dumb criticizing scientists, but whatever, I'm just going to say it. I feel like a lot of them don't have a mind that where they can think of things a little more with a little more imagination. So it's so like black and white for them that something like the simulation theory has to explain it. Well, I think a lot of these things are explained by spiritual forces, if that makes sense. Like a lot of the how perfect it all is and the um the like how it was made for us like i i just don't come back to the conclusion that it's a simulation yeah yeah does that make sense yeah hopefully i make any sense (laughs) no it does make sense i feel sick today so i'm worried that i just sound no well and that's the same reason why when you a lot of scientists are atheists right and usually that's because they think this way they think very black and white and they're like well i don't have any proof or scientific evidence that there is but they have else. all these questions like all these things that like well how this how that i feel like a lot of those things can be explained in other ways right. that aren't scientific right or a, a computer or right. you know the metaphysical i think there's a bit of magic here on the earth pseudoscience so i have i guess i'm kind magic. of biased i've just that's me personally i believe in magic too do you believe in magic magic is real it really is I just blessed you all in my voice (laughs) and 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 something else that is evidence for this simulation theory is the existence of a multiverse or parallel universes yeah this would this would make sense that i believe in simulation yeah that i believe in more because there could be parallel worlds there could be an infinite number of realities with an infinite number of possibilities within each of them. 
Mm-hmm. Which much could, like the floors of an apartment building, they're all part of the building, but they're all separate floors, and they're all slightly different. They're like slightly, different. they right. they might even be different by like one or two percent. Um, so things like the Mandela effect, which I want to talk about briefly because I know a lot of you guys really like the Mandela effect, and it's definitely part of this. Yeah, yeah. A good <laughs> a good analogy for the multiverse is that is a library. Imagine a library with an infinite number of books. And some mm-hmm. of these books differ by just just a letter, while others are completely different stories. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, could, they could be vastly different or like really similar. So like little things or just one minute details different. Like Berenstain Bears versus Berenstain Bears, or in Star Wars, I bet a lot of you think it's Luke. I am your father. Wrong. It is <laughs> no. I am your father. Yeah. I, no one knows that dude <laughs> crazy so a lot of people think it really was like that in another universe and then people got confused because that's so weird it is very weird and and the, yeah i that, even thought it was that the mandel effect plays into this theory exact exactly um exactly right uh, that's not the right words but <laughs> sorry <laughs> um <laughs> if we're in a simulation these multiple universes are multiple simulations running at once and each of these simulations would have its own variables but it's not random and whoever is in charge of the simulation plugged in these different variables in order to test different scenarios and different outcomes possibly yeah that makes sense and so a lot of people think that with the Mandela effect that it's possible that maybe we being these conscious beings somehow moved between universes and and that's why we have all of these things that are we strange remember them yeah strange occurrences and things that we remember being one way are actually now in this reality something slightly different the reason it's called the mandela effect if you've never heard of it is because it's based off of a lot of people thought nelson mandela died like years before he did Right. I did. I actually did. I thought I learned it in school differently. So it's it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it really is. Because, oh God. I just wonder, like, if we're a simulation, how can we die? Like, when not we just live but, on? But that's the thing is, like, we don't know what dying is. We don't right. We don't know what dying is. It could just mean... Like, okay, you reboot, go back into the game and reboot. then you can pick a new character and try again. <laughs> yeah, it's like reboot back to the character selection uh, screen and then you select know. a character load back into the world and you're That's so crazy you load back into your simulation and you keep going are we on this or it's slightly different yeah yeah well can we can we talk about the ones and zeros are you going to talk about that later yeah that's in here so not yet yeah okay don't want to josh is leading today don't want to <laughs> step on your toes so another piece of evidence that was presented for the simulation theory is something called matrix flaws. So matrix flaws are basically anything that you feel like could be sort of a glitch in the computer program. Weird things that happen. Deja vu is probably one of the most popular examples of this, which is the feeling of having an experience that 
you've already experienced before. And I have this all the fucking time. You have it a lot. I have deja vu at least like twice a day, which no, has shut up. Really? Seriously, dude. Like I don't twice even a day. Believe that. Like, well, okay. So what do you have today? It's, it's all, it's always, it's, <laughs> it's always minor stuff though. It's always like walking towards the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe you just remember <laughs> that because you did it the day before. No, 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 no. Walking to the bathroom. Oh my God, this is a glitch. <laughs> I'm back here again. <laughs> Damn it. What is going on? Oh my God. It's either that or it's like place like I don't know. It's it's hard to explain deja vu because it's like I in the moment I'm thinking in my head that I've been here. Everything has been exactly laid out right now. That in the same way in the past. And it feels like and it, and I literally tell myself. I've been through this before. I've had this exact experience before. And I'm sure many of you out there have had a similar experience where it, it could be anywhere. I mean, it could happen driving driving the car. It could be at your job. It could be at school. And mine is normally like things that people other do. And I like, mean, other people do. Yeah. And like your initial thought is I've been through this. I've experienced this before. What the hell's going on? Mine's like, never like that, though. It's it's always like someone says something or it is in the right place. Yeah, I've been to this. I don't have like where I go to a new place, though. And I'm like, I've been here before. That's not deja vu. I don't think deja vu is when you like start experiencing something and then you like knew what was going to happen. Like I knew you were going to say that. I knew you're going to put the cup here. I like I I can't explain it, but it's, as it was no, happening, I like knew what was going to happen. Just the feeling of experiencing a situation that you've already experienced. That's well, that's, then I've uh, never had that. Other really? than other than just when people say things, and I feel like I've experienced that exact moment before, but I've never that's been like vu. That, to a the place. Moment. And no, no, like, no, it doesn't oh, have to be a place. It could be feeling, thought, smell. It could be any. Well, anything. smell. I smell it, and then I'm like, yeah, I've smelled that before, right, but, but I smelled it in my actual life, not in a parallel universe. Yeah, Does so, that make sense? I don't, I don't think deja vu is quite what you're saying. Like deja vu is very specific moment. And I don't think it can happen to you twice a day. But I mean, what do I know? I probably sound like such a know-it-all. I don't know. But just to just, you know, talking with you about it, it doesn't sound like what I've experienced of deja vu. For me, it's been a very rare thing. When it happens, it almost freaks me out. It's like something very specific. I do have times where I feel familiar in situations or I'm like, oh, I feel like I've been here, but I feel like I've heard this song before. I feel, you know, that's different. I think. Though. Yeah. No. The feeling of familiarity. We don't it's know like when what something happens specific, like it went this A, B, C, D. It, yeah, when exactly. It like that, could, you knew it was it all going to go in that It order. could be like that, that you're, you're thinking of deja vu, the movie, and that's how it's portrayed. No, I'm in that. Not. But deja vu at its core <laughs> is not. any feeling or experience that you've felt experienced before exactly the same way in that moment and yeah. i do have it quite often and but that's also a familiar moment but <laughs> that's what i'm trying to but no i, feel like I literally am like i've been i'm reliving this again this exact moment again yeah, i'm that's reliving what it I'm, yeah that's, that's what, what i'm is. saying it's but I, you have that twice a day okay maybe not every day but i have it i have deja vu very often it's it's odd weird it's odd no it's it really it's is not just familiar it's like very no. specific it was it's, this exactly. it's like i i 100 percent recollect this exact moment with this exact circumstances i have been through this before interesting it's in my i know it's in there in my brain 
But then I'm like, but then once I, once I have that moment, I immediately realize I'm having deja vu and I'm like, I'm just having deja vu. That's, that's what's happening. And so the way that deja vu and what we're talking about relates back to the computer simulation theory is that this could be a glitch in the matrix. It could be a failure in the simulation. It could be this simulation that we're a part of jumping like a scratch CD. Like it's kind of like, you know, bouncing. It's like, well, how come your version is so screwed up? Seems like you have glitches multiple times a day. Cause maybe why is yours worse than mine? Mine's like once every out. six months, maybe if like even one, maybe once really? a year, I've had it like a couple times in my whole life. Like for example, when I, when I travel, especially to a new place, I've had moments where I'm like, I've fucking been here before. I've been in this exact place before, but I have, I know I, my conscious mind knows I haven't been there, but I feel a hundred percent certain that I've, been, I've, I'm reliving this moment again. It's bizarre. It, it's really bizarre phenomenon that occurs, and I don't know what's going on. But I swear to you that I really feel like I'm reliving. A, well, your a CD must be scratched moment. as hell because mine's pretty smooth. <laughs> <laughs> reboot. Somebody needs to re. Excuse me. Can you reboot my simulator, please? I'm. I'm Josh is having a real problem. I'm every, jumping constantly <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> Okay, so my, my simulator scratched up. This is interesting. So the matrix suggests that these faults may also be represented by insomnia and mental disorders such as schizophrenia. Maybe that's what's happening to schizophrenic people. Maybe. And people with insomnia. Maybe it's glitches in the matrix. And another aspect to this that's interesting is that when talking about matrix flaws, supernatural elements like ghosts or miracles could also be flaws. Maybe they're not supposed to happen, but because there's these glitches, just like in any computer program, maybe that's what's happening when we're we're seeing ghosts or miracles occur. Or maybe there's a little bit of magic in this life. That's what right. I think. <laughs> I just think like a lot of these things can be explained in other ways. Right. But you know? we're not talking about those other ways. We're talking about the simulation theory. I know. I'm just giving my opinion on it. Okay. But this is evidence <laughs> okay. that Nick Bostrom brought forward for yeah. the computer simulation theory. Is that people are witnessing these types of phenomenas due to errors in the simulator's code. That makes sense. Which is possible. Not impossible, but possible. Mm-hmm. And... Even for this cosmic supercomputer that's running this simulation, the memory or the speed of the modeling of this reality and the resolution would be crucial. And not to mention the ability to discover the simulated nature of the universe since we enter the era uh, of this meta simulation with games and the various simulated worlds offered online on the internet. So the possibility of this is very real mm-hmm. considering where games are and simulators are. I mean, I don't know about any of you guys, but like I grew up playing video games and some of my favorite video games were simulators. I always loved creating simulations and like The Sims mm-hmm. is a great example because you really, I mean, The Sims pretty much are conscious beings in, in a lot of ways because yeah. They're able to make decisions on their own. They're able to, you know, for the well, most part. Do you remember part. like 
when I the first simulation game I ever played was like Oregon Trail. No, not Oregon Trail. But I I actually never got to play that game because I was in special ed and I never they always played it when no. I was in the special ed room. Yep. That's fucked up. Every <laughs> kid should play Oregon Trail. I saw other people playing it though. But so that's a simulator. That was like an early simulator. But the first one I ever did was like some it was I think it might have been owned by Sims, but it was so different. It was like Sims Town or something. And it was very much a simulation because it was like a bunch of people. You didn't really control one character. You controlled the whole town. So you'd decide how much rain they were going to get that year and like all these different factors, how much sun, um, whether there's going to be natural disasters like you could. And then you'd play it and it would do the year and then give you the report of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a lot more similar to this. Absolutely. And there was like some weird magician. Remember the like magician would like come out and be like, I'm the boss of the world. It was so weird, but but that's that's exactly what we're talking about, because just like you were that simulators, God or yeah. creator, there could be a similar situation going on for all of us. Mind blown. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. And, and maybe another... that. Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um. I was just saying like another simulation type game I played a lot was like the Tycoon series, like Roller oh, Coaster Tycoon, hell yeah. Zoo Tycoon, right, Cruise exactly. Tycoon. Those were all very much simulations because you decide what happens in the world and like see what happens if I do this, if I do that, if I make the price of this, this, what's going to happen? And like, Same thing. It's a yep. simulation because even in like, for example, Zoo Tycoon, you put those animals in there and those animals tell you when they're pissed and when they're unhappy. So and- here's my question. I used to like kill people in those games because I was a psycho Set the lines child. Free. Yeah, no, I would actually me and my sister. <laughs> this is so embarrassing, but if my sister listens to this, she's gonna die laughing. We had this game we played for like months. This version of uh, Zoo Tycoon where we made something called Oldie Estates. Oldie Estates. That's what we came up. With. Oldie Estates. And I think we was trying. It was like a retirement home, but we'd only allow people to come in if they had white hair in the game. Like if they were old people, and we made like a like a retirement community for them. But if they were bad, Annalie and I would like put them in the lion cage. I don't even know what the fuck we were doing. It was so weird. Wow. That's... But we would kill my friends and I would like kill people on Sims, like do weird things just to see the Grim Reaper like come out. So my question is: Is someone deciding our fate? If there's if this is a simulation, does someone decide like okay, there's gonna be a hurricane here and kill this many people or a disease here? Like, did they did they release diseases? Is that how is that how come diseases just pop up all of a sudden? Things we've never seen. I think so. <laughs> I, they, I mean, they could be creating these events, these events that are happening. They could be creating all these unexplained phenomena Ow. for all we know. And and that's why Sorry, like trying to pull death and off. oblivion are crucial for the simulation because it will allow the reinitialize uh, the reinitialization oh. of every character in the simulation. Yeah, and it would guarantee space for new memories, or it's known as reincarnation. And just like computers, where files are never completely deleted from the hard drive. That's why we can remember past memories. That's why past memories can come up, come back and can also create deja vu. So our brain's like the hard drive. Right. 
Exactly. Well, that goes back into like, well, I guess we're not to that part yet. So, (laughs) and maybe in life, sleep could fulfill this role and help clear, you know, the junk from the mind, but also store, you know, store these memories and stuff in our, in our hard drives. Yeah. For later recollection. Or that's just how the brain works. (laughs) So then, and this is what you were trying to get into. So another reason why it could be real, the simulation theory is because, and this is one of the most interesting things to me is that is because math literally makes up life and computer code. It literally, and, and it's, it's interesting because everything in the universe is quantifiable in some way. Even life is quantifiable. And the Human Genome Project actually sequenced chemical base pairs that make up the human DNA. And it was solved using computers. So No one knows what the hell a base pair is, just so you know. Okay, well, so basically computers have figured out our genetic code. They know what we're made of. They understand it. They can break it down. It's been completely solved. And that's why we have the ability to fuck with genetic uh, genetic code. We can cross genetic code. We have all these godlike abilities thanks to these computers that we wouldn't have had prior. And that in all of the secrets of the universe so far have been solved using math. And the universe uses math better than that it can obviously use words because everything is mathematical and scientists have confirmed this that everything can be broken down to binary code which is ones and zeros that's what's really interesting which makes up everything they literally found ones and zeros in like the code of our life the fabric of our lives that's really interesting yeah it's literally in the makeup of life as we know it it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So not only is life in this universe made up of math and quantifiable, but maybe our creator or God is the computer programmer. Maybe he's creating, maybe God or whatever God is, is creating this simulation. And this has been something that's been discussed a lot. Because, I mean, a lot of the religions believe that there's a, you know, grand design for the the world and the universe and God is at the head of that design. But the simulation theory says that if God or any other could just be (laughs) a nerdy ass programmer hunched over a keyboard programming us, programming this world. Hmm. And like like I just mentioned, everything is quantifiable and comes down to mathematics. It's possible that a programmer could create these worlds out of simple binary, binary code. But the question is, why would the programmer encode us within this simulation with the desire to worship our creator? Yeah, because I, I do feel like every human has this like sense of like 
feeling like something there's a greater is, power yeah, or something we that we need that to way. like well a lot of people feel that way paris unless you're an atheist and you believe in nothing um yeah which is fine i mean everybody's entitled to believe what they want well to they believe. could be absolutely right is but that's thing. true <laughs> it could literally be nothing this could all just be bullshit we could all just yeah. be part of this nothingness just all by chance i mean it's definitely possible so the idea that god is a programmer goes along with the idea of an intelligent design in two different ways the first is that code computer code started life letting everything evolve within the simulator to where we are today the second way is that it might make literal creationism exactly right just like the bible says god created the world and life in seven days but he would have used a computer rather than god powers cosmic powers. god powers hmm interesting so it maybe the bible's true maybe the bible's true and maybe god did did just program this universe for us or sense some sense or more along the lines of what i think is that god as we call it is just some sort of advanced alien race yeah i'm definitely more on that theory a type four type three civilization they clearly have the technology well on that Kardashev scale that we've talked about, there's a level where, do you know which level it is, where you're able to uh, it's create four and other five, Yeah, it's other four and five, other universes. Yeah, exactly. Universes, That's exactly yeah. right. A civil, An advanced alien civilization or species at a type four, type five civilization would have the ability to create their own galaxies, their own universes. They'd have the technology to simulate it if they wanted to, or they could just create a real universe or galaxy and put beings in it and anything else they want to. So it's very possible that if this is a simulation that it is being run by some advanced alien species from some other star system galaxy and maybe they're doing it for research purposes. Maybe they're doing it for just entertainment. Maybe they're doing it for, you know, maybe they're trying to learn something. They're doing some sort of experiment because sometimes I really think that maybe this is just all a grand experiment. And there's we're being tested and things are we're encountering all these different things in our lives and the world's encountering these things and all these challenges in order to test out various theories about maybe life or beings or, you know, spiritual vehicles, whatever you want to call it. It's possible. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's 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 pretty mind boggling. My brain is starting to turn to mush because I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> I don't even know what to think. Yeah, it's crazy, but we already actually have to wrap up the podcast pretty soon here. Um, We're at an hour. I have to go back to the doctor for more testing. Fun. But it does beg to ask. Ask. It begs to ask. I swear, sometimes when I'm talking on the podcast, I just, I don't know. The struggle is real. The country bumpkin inside me comes out. <laughs> so... We have to consider what is outside of our universe if, in fact, this is a computer simulation. And if this is a computer simulation, it's pretty pretty bizarre to think about what would be outside of the universe. But according to the theory, it would seem that a supercomputer 
ran by advanced beings exists. It's possible that, you know, we're on a hard drive of some supercomputer run by advanced beings. And it's Maybe. also possible that the beings that run the simulation might be as fake as we are. Because there could be multiple oh layers God, to the shit. This is ridiculous. It could get even crazier. <laughs> like there could be multiple sim like we could be a simulation within a simulation within a simulation within another simulation, for all we know. Like some inception stuff right here. Like a dream inside of a dream inside of a dream inside of a dream. Maybe. Because well, think about it. Like Elon Musk said that there's a one in billion chance that this is not base reality, which he's eluding that there are multiple layers to this or possibly multiple simulations running on top of each other. And we think we're in base reality, but maybe we're in layer three, layer mm. three of the simulation. My so, brain can't even comprehend. Oh, this. I know it's, it's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre because in, and, and so this is, this is what uh, the philosopher, Nick Bostrom, who created the uh, simulation theory suggests. He suggests that, the post-humans running our simulation are themselves simulated beings and their creators in turn may also be simulated beings. There may be room for a large number of levels of reality and the number could be increasing over time. It's like you sat down to a game of the Sims and played it until your characters created a Sims game of their own. Their Sims in turn programmed and played their own game while you are secretly part of an even larger simulation. Mm. So hopefully it's starting to make sense on, I, I thought that was a good explanation yeah, for his theory. Because, that does help. So, because that's what he's saying. He's saying that it's possible that because technology advances so fast that once we have the ability to create simulations that once we'll start creating simulations with, simulated beings in it that are conscious and then over time those conscious beings in our simulation may decide to start running their own simulations of their own and they're you know henceforth it just goes on and on and on and there's just this there's these infinite number of simulations that are running That's all so at the crazy. same time i don't know it's bizarre it's bizarre But maybe since we are these fake people, as he says, maybe it's just easy, extremely easy to create more. Because even if computers get vastly more powerful, the universe might seem much too complex to fit in one. Each of the 7 billion people currently alive is complex enough to rival any computer imaginable. Hmm. Because if you think of the games like in like the Grand Theft Auto games, they contain hundreds of people, but you only interact with a few. And life could be very much like that. You have yourself and you have your close family and friends, but everyone you pass on the street is not real. They have few thoughts and no emotions. They're a little bit more than a set dressing. And if we're talking about this open world video game analogy, these can these games contain large worlds, but only your current location contains true action at any one time. It's very true, though. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
Ah, uh, it's just mind blowing. Yeah, my brain is hurting. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I don't even know if there's even much more to even talk about with with this I don't because think there is. We basically just want to know what you guys think. It's crazy. It's crazy. But we'll leave you with this. This is what Neil deGrasse Tyson said, had to say about it. Who, If you don't know who he is, he is the uh, director of uh, New York's Hayden Planetarium. Uh, he, he has his own podcast called Star Talk. He's a kind of a famous astrophysicist. Um, but, they, but apparently they had a, a panel of scientists and they gathered around to address the question uh, of, is this universe a computer simulation? And... And basically what he said, it looks like, um, I guess he, I guess he argued that the pro that the probability is that we live in a computer simulation. It sounds like Neil deGrasse Tyson believes the probability is fairly good. Why does he believe that? And he doesn't believe in aliens. Well, I, I, it's not that he doesn't believe in aliens. I just don't think he believes that we found them yet, but that's a whole nother discussion, but it sounds like he's a. There's like more evidence for that than there is for the simulation theory, though. That's like so ridiculous that he believes that like his brain can go there, but not like God. You know why is because it's quantifiable. It's yeah. easier. It's easier for a scientist, especially to believe in the computer simulation theory because it's quantifiable. They can calculate it. They Because like I mentioned at the beginning of this there's a lot more to this, and if you want to know more about it, I suggest you read Nick Bostrom's paper on it because he lays out the math. He lays out the equations. There's a lot more to it that we didn't get into today with this podcast because it's far too complicated for, for, for my mind to let it read. Yeah, not but, only that, but all the complicated part is like boring as hell. <laughs> not gonna lie. It is boring to talk about because it's literally just when how you, don't under, how you when calculate you speak this. this computer language. It's very hard to talk about. Yeah, well, this is just straight up like advanced mathematics, so I don't yeah. even want to talk about that. But <laughs> good, spared ya. But what do you think? As we wrap this up, what do you think about this computer simulation theory? What are the chances that we're in this? I think there's simulation? a possibility, but I don't personally believe this theory because you think life is real. Well, what I believe spirituality just you know I believe in astrology. I believe in all these other things that like don't make sense with this. So. I just think a lot of things can be explained by unexplained source like forces. So I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible if they are then like, what the hell you guys want? Like, why'd you give me Hajimoto's disease? Like can we like change yeah. on a couple things here. Yeah. Is there any if, way they can like edit is, my character? We should be able to hack this simulation. Yeah. I want, I want, where's the code? Like, I want to redo my avatar. Dude, remember like in Sims, you would use like the code, like cheat money codes. something and you get like a million dollars. Where's that code? I yeah, want to try that. Does anybody have the cheat codes for the simulation? Because <laughs> I'd like to. If there's a, if it is a simulation, wouldn't there have to be cheat codes? Yes. So then where the hell are and they? And there would be ways to so. hack it. There would be ways to alter it. There's all sorts of things. I think it's a very interesting proposition and i definitely think it warrants people talking about it because at the end of the day we don't know anything we don't know shit we don't know what this is we don't know whether or not this is true or not because we just don't we just don't know but my intuition tells me that this is not the case 
I Me don't, too. I don't, I deep down, I don't believe that this is just some simulated reality we're a part of. I think, I think this reality is very real. Mm-hmm. I think we're a part of it, but I also do think that there is a possibility, a strong possibility that there's an infinite number of universes all happening at the same time. And, and I exist in, in maybe different ways in those universes or maybe exactly the same way, just slightly different. I mean, it's possible, but if anything, like talking about all this and how perfect everything is really makes me think that it's all like this for a reason. Like there is a higher power. There right. is something it solidifies that, more. Yeah. Impo- it solidifies it for me. So I can see why someone who doesn't believe in like anything other than what's what's here and visible would would have to go to this. But like my mind can make sense of a lot of these things without simulation, if that makes sense. That's just what I'm trying to explain. Yeah. Well, because at the end of the day, I think we're smarter than just a computer avatar. I think we're a lot more unique and special than that. And I think we have a lot more to offer than a computer, you know, simulated being would have. Because, you know, something I heard was that out of all the alien races in the universe and all the advanced beings that exist, humans are one of the most complicated beings. We are. And we have our range of emotions and feelings and and our abilities. How about the ability, like vision? How the hell does vision work? Like try to explain vision. It's like complicated. It's so perfect the way that your eyes work and your senses and like our bodies are very, it's not like we have some weird like, what if we had this like unexplained hump or something? It's the way the universe you know? knows it knows itself. Yeah. Is human beings. It's just very, very strangely perfect. But So we'll leave you with that. Definitely let us know if you're watching this on YouTube. Let us know what you guys think about this simulation yes. theory. It's we took things a mile higher today. That's for sure. My mind is blown. It's also <laughs> big puddle of mush. I'm going to need to like take a nap after this because my mind is just just gone. Well, you have to drive me to the doctors for more testing. <laughs> now, so. But thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode. Be sure to check out Patreon if you have it. Yes. But until next time, stay trippy. Well, that's our trippy talk. (laughs) What is it? Stay woke. Stay woke and take your mind a mile higher. Take it a mile higher, guys. We'll see you next time.